What's going on, y'all? It is your boy, James Gibbons. And we'll see. And welcome to another episode of the Acromus Podcast, episode 129. We are back once again. If you are listening to us, it means that you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. If you are watching our beautiful smiling faces today, you need to do three things for me before you do anything else. I need to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. You see the next time you hop on YouTube, and actually, if you open your app now and you have not opened your app for a little while, you notice YouTube has done some updates. So ensure that you are hitting all of those three things because the chances of seeing such a high quality, incredible video are very, very low if you don't do so. So make sure you do those things. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Next time you come on, you will 100% for sure be able to see another episode of the Acromus Podcast, specifically episode 129. And most of all, we'll see. Hey, it's been a while since I got to remind folks of it. We know you missed us. It's been a little while, but I'm going to let you know. It's free to do so. If you that's unbelievable. you not know that, it's not many things that's free nowadays, right? Take Thanks. advantage of it. This is one of them. When you're getting gems dropped to you, absolutely free of charge you. Isn't that crazy? But guess what? Jay gave you three reasons and things to do that we're going to need you to do. Like, subscribe, turn on your notification. I'm going to add on to that if you don't mind, sir. Go if ahead. you can also be kind to share it if you find this to be an educational video, some good gems in it, something that you learn something from and you can pass along because each one teach one is our motto. And this is what we do, what we live by. So we're giving these gems from us to you. So pass it along, guys. Because, again, it's free to do so. And also, if you do really find yourself enjoying any part of the conversation at any point, timestamp that for us and let us know in the comments below. If you do that, we'll pick up the conversation right where we left off and we'll keep it rocking and keep it growing because you're so worth it. So let's get to it. As we always do, we'll see what a few weeks it has been. Now, the last time you guys heard from us, you joined us, you interacted with this podcast in any way, shape, or form. The last conversation we had was with Toti. He was the, the CEO, the founder, the owner of KYFH, Keep Your Frequency High. It was a great conversation that we've been able to have with him. And I know, I know for a fact that there were so many different gems in there that anybody could take from somebody who is a business owner, um, somebody who has been through it, growing to where he is now. And of course, we're all still growing in this whole entrepreneurship space. Um, so it, it was very encouraging to hear some of the wise words that he had to provide for us. We'll see. And I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to more conversations with him in the future. Yeah, absolutely. High frequency. Man, that was such a takeaway. Um, the gym in itself. Right. And just being able to apply that to your everyday life. It's not something that if you, if you wonder where you were already doing it, you knew how to execute it after that. Um, you know, particular episode, and it was a lot to take away. Uh, and just been applying that really, really, really uh, diligently, especially mm -hmm. heading into this week. <laughs> How about you? Same, man. You know, it's 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 been tough. It's been tough the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months. You know, but um, it's always encouraging when you have great people on um, who have this not just an entrepreneurial mindset, but just a forward thinking mindset. Uh, people who are always willing to help, always willing to lend a hand to those who are less fortunate or unable to help themselves. And uh, for somebody to come on to the podcast and mention a lot of those topics, whether it's building a business, building a brand, um, growing it from scratch, you know, having to build relationships along the way in order to get further and pursue their dreams to help their own family. I mean, that's big, right? That, that right there is the American dream, we'll see. So uh, I was having on, we had a great time. And I, I think 
I think in this whole realm that we're in, where we are sharing this great information from from different people, different walks of life, um, different paths to get there, which I think is the most important yet undervalued and underrated thing. Um, it's great that we're able to have this avenue with the Promise Podcast and still have the opportunity to get these stories shared. And and today, fortunately, we have another opportunity to have a great story shared. Our next guest is the CEO and founder of Tumani DC. She's a franchise owner of the Sky Zone Waldorf Trampoline Park. She is an author of, get this, 14 books including impact entrepreneurs. She's an impact entrepreneur coach. She's the CEO of the Impact Institute. And she is just a world traveler. Even now she is she is helping a set of young individuals pitch their business in the heat of Miami, Florida. But she is kind enough to lend us an ear here this afternoon. Ladies and gentlemen, Portia Richardson. Hey, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome to the <laughs> podcast. We want to thank you for taking time out of your busy day to, to come and hang with us, to sit with us, to drop these gems on our audiences. I think that is incredibly important. Thank you so much for having me. Y'all are so awesome. Look at that. Like, you know how weird, you know, it's always weird when people introduce you. You're like, ah, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's it's incredible. To me. Absolutely. There you go. Because of how accomplished you are. Yes. You gotta, hey, you gotta absolutely. I love it. You're back all day, every day. And, <laughs> and I know this journey must have been a, an incredible incredibly wild one for you with all the things you have accomplished. I'm sure it started off somewhere, right? It started off when you were young, you were inspired by somebody or set up people. And that's really where we want to start this journey today with you, Portia. Can you let us know exactly how you decided that you were going to get in this particular realm that you're in now with helping students, helping those who are who seem to be undervalued in society, build themselves up and become better each and every day? Yeah, really, I love that you said uh, your childhood, like when you were younger. That's really where my journey started. Um, I grew up in Southeast D.C. If you know anything about Southeast D.C., it's the trenches. And um, the trenches was motivating and inspiring in some ways, but there were moments where I really lost hope. Like, you know, I saw drugs, I saw gun violence, and even in my home, like my dad was addicted to heroin and I watched my mom navigate being a single mom and you know being a dedicated wife too you know helping her husband to navigate this um this addiction and I remember if you guys know that you know when you drugs is going to lead to other things and so like that led my dad to going in and out of prison and so I remember like seeing him behind you know a glass window and having to go to, you know, the prisons and see my dad. And then my mom just like breaking down every time in the car, which she would explain to my brother and I, like, what is going on? Because at one point we had no idea we were so young. And I remember um, where the moment that I realized the power of adults, especially as educators and in the lives of young people is when I was in kindergarten, we were actually about to go on a field trip. And one of my best friend's mom was a chaperone. And so I was so excited to like go on this field trip and be in my best friend's mom's chaperone group. And I remember we were standing at the door waiting for the bus and 
my teacher, my, my kindergarten teacher, she looked at my best friend's mom and she said, Portia's dad is in J-A-I-L. And y'all know back in the day, people would spell stuff so that kids wouldn't know what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like melting in that moment. I felt so violated. I, I honestly never trusted another teacher until I got to high school. And this was kindergarten. Um, and I just remember at that moment, I realized that adults have the power to harm or heal. Um, and, and that coupled with my own experiences in my home and in my community, I knew that if not me, then who, right? Like who's going to help this next generation? Who's going to help people who look like me? Who's going to inspire and motivate them when they feel hopeless that they can change the trajectory of their lives despite where they come from, despite what their home life looked like, and despite the struggles that they see and endure around them. So that's what led me to this path of purpose. It's turning your pain into purpose. Mm. Mm. That's big. That's big. I mean, what, how do you feel about that, Wilsey, turning your pain into purpose? Um, you know, I had to bury my life, right? <laughs> uh, so much uh, like a flower and a concrete, right? So much, um, so much can be gained from that if if you harness that and make it your strength. Um, and very relatable. I, I grew up on the South Side as well, um, DC. So I and uh, so yeah, I can totally relate to a lot of what you shared. Um, and as you said, I think the most powerful takeaway for me, um, just as a recap, is if not um, you, then who will? Um, ideally that's what we're doing, what we're doing now as well. Uh, yep. dare to be different, dare to make the difference, you know, there, uh, yeah. to stand and, uh, be the light in a world of dark. So totally relatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's absolutely powerful because it's, I mean, we, we, we tend to hear stories like this so much and oftentimes we end up hearing, uh, I would say the negative sides of it, the negative side effects rather of being in these situations where people are just unable to get out of it, right? For you to be as powerful as you were to, to make sure, hey, I'm not, I know where I was. I do not want anybody else to go through this. I'm going to be that beacon of hope. I'm going to be that light. I'm going to be that opportunity for people so that they can improve their lives because I, I know what it's like and I know what I've been through and I don't want to see anybody else do that. And I think I think that's very powerful. And even even where you are now out there, where you are helping children out there in Florida um, pitch their business, which is incredible. I, I'd want you to dive into a little bit more of that too, because it's yeah. uh, you know it's it's one thing to talk about it, right? We always talk about being influencers and being big and growing, but here you are taking action. You're out in the Miami heat. You are ensuring that these kids get in front of the right people so that they can make their dreams come true as you did. Tell us about how that is. Yeah. So, um, my organization is called Tumani DC. Tumani means hope in Swahili. And um, we provide social and emotional learning and mental health programming to youth in DC and across the country and across the world. We just um, put our curriculum in six schools in Ghana and we're in 15 states in, this, in the U.S. And so um, we go on this journey of helping students to identify who they are, their strengths, their areas of opportunity, develop strong relationship skills, establish boundaries, all of these social and emotional skills. However, what we know is that we cannot ignore the lasting effects of poverty. So we were on this journey in this quest of like breaking the cycle of trauma, but we know that poverty 
is a key contributor, right, to some of that trauma. So um, we launched this entrepreneurship program to integrate and combine social and emotional development and business development as a way to help youth to break the cycle of trauma and poverty simultaneously. Um, my students are here in Miami to pitch, but I don't know if y'all remember, three years ago, Clubhouse was popping. That was the thing that everybody yeah. was doing during COVID. And I was drinking a Kool-Aid with Clubhouse because I had nothing else to do. And so I was I had a stint of Clubhouse maybe for like a month. I was just I had a lot of downtime. And I remember Grant Cardone. If you guys don't know Grant Cardone, big real estate investor, real estate guy, you know, billionaire. And so he's having this room. There's 5,000 people in the room. And I, I'm like, I'm going to shoot my shot. All these people are mm -hmm. pitching all these real estate type businesses. I have a nonprofit. But one thing about me, I stay ready. So I never have to get ready. And there I can go. talk about my stuff all day because it's my purpose. It's my passion. So I raised my hand, this virtual hand raising feature in Clubhouse. And out of 5,000 people, he did call me to the stage. And I had the opportunity to pitch my organization and my vision and what we were trying to do to break the cycle of poverty and trauma. He immediately was like, I love this. I want to support this. Um, I'm going to put you in contact with my people. Not only did he make a monetary gift, he also established a partnership where twice a year he fly um, myself, my staff, and up to 30 students to Miami, all expenses, put us in a nice hotel. And they get to come and pitch investors. So millionaire investors, wow. billionaire investors. Um, he pretty much brings all of his people together, who's who's. And they come and listen to these um, high school students pitch their business. Throughout the summer, they go through a six to eight week journey of developing the social and emotional learning skills and using design thinking to um I love it. The coolest thing about it is that they think about a problem, like a pressing problem in the market that they're most passionate about. And they use mm -hmm. entrepreneurship and design thinking as a way to solve that problem. So we're not only developing entrepreneurs, we're developing what I call impactpreneurs and social entrepreneurs because they're actually solving real problems that can also change the trajectory of those in their communities as well. So that's why I'm here. This is our third pitch off um, and they're doing it tomorrow. So today we had like practice and then tomorrow they actually do the big pitch. So it's a big, big thing. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations for starters. That Thank is, you. That is enormous and uh, wonderful like to be able to teach like tools that they will be able to take with them for the rest of their life and just kind of arm them in whatever adversity they may face or just any task and just uh, believing in themselves. I think that's a huge factor, um, as we know, um, when you're young and sometimes just having someone in your corner makes all the difference to let you know how special you are and what you're doing is is understated. It's phenomenal. And just want to say thank you for what you're doing. For starters, mm -hmm. just thank you. And thank Love you for it. taking that leap. You know, to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, to... Yeah. to clubhouse to to be to say look i'm i'm just gonna go up to this guy i'm gonna i'm gonna ask to speak and pitch myself and especially grant cardone i'm very mm -hmm. very familiar with him and sometimes he gets some bad press but it is incredibly powerful <laughs> i'm sure you know i'm sure you yeah. know but it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah but it's great that it's great that he was impacted by what you stated 
and he was mm-hmm. able to to link you to the right people and and now not just you are benefiting but everybody else around you is the people who you are are elevating and raising themselves who can then pass along the knowledge that they gain to others that are in their own community it only helps everybody else out so that's that's incredible and I, I want to ask because I've seen so much that you've done, right, from the bio that you've shared, from from everything you've done so far. What what really pushes you to make these efforts in order to ensure that other people, not just yourself, but other people, are are living out their purpose as well? And I I, I know you mentioned what had happened in the past in your life, but there seems to be some drive that you have and some connection to from idea to action that other people just cannot harness, right? A lot of people have ideas, ideas are a dime a dozen, but for whatever reason, you're able to take that idea and make it into something tangible. And I know a lot of the people who are listening or watching right now have that issue in their lives, whether it's, you know, analysis paralysis or Mm -hmm. just fear, they may be too shy or they may not be confident enough for themselves. What tips can you give them to say, hey, you are worth it, you are more than enough. And if you open your mouth, I can guarantee you that there are people who are going to be listening and you can change lives immediately. Yeah. Like one of the things that I just always tell people is I have three degrees, like all of these things, but none of that beats experience. My experience, Mm -hmm. my experiences are expensive. And I want people to know that, that like, it doesn't matter what degrees you have, how your credentials look, if you feel like you're unqualified, your experience is expensive. Your experience is what qualifies you. You did not go through what you went through just for you. It's for somebody else. It's to pay it forward. And I just feel like we live in a world that's so frustrating because everybody is, you know, so impressed by the highlight reels and what life, what they think success looks like. But there's no impact in that. That frustration is, is what drives me to innovation because I get really frustrated about like, what is where's the impact? Like, uh, you know, like where who are you serving? Like, is it is it IG? Is it is are you yeah. serving IG? Like, is it really just to get some more likes, some more followers, some more people to, you know, some clout? It's a lot of clout chasers out here. And oh, yeah. my frustration yeah. with that is what pushes me every day to wake up and be like, nah, like I'm not going to be like that because what am I going to be remembered for? Like I can't have my children, my children's children, their children remembering me for having a really nice Instagram page. It has to be some type of impact and legacy that I'm creating as to why. So that that is like a fear of mine is like leaving this earth with so much still in me. Like I got to be empty when I go out of here. Like I got to, I got to like, use all of my gifts like that right there. I'd be like, God, please don't take me until I use all these gifts. Everything you gave me, everything you birthed in me, I have to, I have to push it out before I leave this earth. So like, that's the purpose really. And it's just really that like, you have to know that you're lit just because of who you are, because of what you went through, because of Mm. your story. That just makes you so dope. You overcame that. You're a survivor. Like you are you are victorious. And like the world needs to know because there's somebody that's going through what you went through or what you're going through. And they want to give up. They're fighting through it, right? And like 
that one thing that you said or that one opportunity that you had to pour life, to speak life and to share your story of how you overcame it, that could literally save somebody's life. Mm-hmm. I can't just walk. I can't just walk around knowing that like I that I miss those types of opportunities. So when you really align with your purpose in that way and you have a why and you are dedicated to impact and not just uh, <laughs> likes and followers and all of these superficial things that we created this culture of like what it means to truly be successful. Um, you will. You'll you'll do more. You'll be more. You'll become more because you know that like in order for me to give to somebody else, I have to pour into myself. I have to be better. I got to research. I got to study. I got to become better so that I'm not a hypocrite when I'm pouring into students and when I'm pouring into those in my community. So it's just about being authentic, y'all. Like I can't. Mm. That's really what it is in this superficial world. Somebody, some of us got to be real, got to be authentic. Oof. that a word again authentic man but <laughs> it's it's really it's really challenging to show your authentic self on social media because as you mentioned with engagements there are only certain things that really hit right yeah. and we, we know what those things are we see it all the time because that's what flows but man you're absolutely right before social media before you know the, the, the internet the early 2000s there were people making impact outside of anything else right because there was no medium so mm-hmm. they were making impact they were it was pounding pavement it was making changes in people's lives real changes that were everlasting and you're absolutely right i think it's time to bring the real back you know Agreed. yeah well said you know and just allowing yourself to use your your lessons to be a blessing you know mm-hmm. to 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 in your purpose and i think that's you know you find ourselves always kind of coming back to that, right? Realigning ourselves in our life in those pivotal moments to to, to understand your why, as you said, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to identify your purpose and, and, and be driven by that and, and know that it's even more empowering when it's not just you, it's affecting. It's a ripple effect. It, it, it affects all of those around you and you really learn the difference you, you can make. And to me, you, you get so much joy from that, right? Uh, being able mm-hmm. to... To, to make the difference. And something you said I love is a huge takeaway. And I hope everyone out there that's listening, I'm, I really, really, uh, you know, embrace this part, uh, not leaving this earth knowing you didn't fulfill your most highest potential that you could do for you, not for anyone else, not for, as you said, the, the attention seekers or, uh, you know, the impact that you make. And as, as a father of my children, that's, what I aspire to do to, 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 to make a mark in a way where I'm leaving a legacy of something of importance that could be passed through them and let them know their worth. And you see what I do, you set the bar, you go higher and we just move yeah. that way. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing to do. And especially when you're young, um, to, to, I think one of the biggest things that we learn as we know, as, um, as adults now, when we were children, uh, sometimes, our parents maybe did not recognize the decisions in their life of what they made and how it really affected us. And mm-hmm. we took that on and that trauma as our own. And mm-hmm. at this point in our life, in this current era, we're learning how to deal with those things and being conscious in how we are handling our adult life, 
uh, separating it and compartmentalizing it from our emotions with how we deal with our children, how we are pursuing to aspire our goals and what we want to accomplish in life. And, and like you said, the legacy we want to leave behind. So I, I, I think it was very, very important that you mentioned that. And, and, and I feel mm-hmm. as though that's the first time in 129 episodes we've had on here where that was mentioned. Um, and honestly, I'm grateful it was said because it's a good thing to reflect on. Are you really serving in your purpose and giving everything you have to make sure that when it's all said and done, you know that you did the best you can do? That's powerful. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. powerful. And, you know, as you know, we are all the CEOs of our own beings. We are our walking brand, right? Porsche, you're the CEO of Porsche Richardson, right? Along with the companies that you do own, you are your own brand. So every, everywhere you go, however you carry yourself, however you promote yourself and promote what you do, that's going to be associated with everything you do. And, and we'll see you mentioned even with kids, right? It's like once we once we as children left the nest, it's like, all right, I know what my parents did. I know what my family represents. I want to elevate us. I want to elevate my entire family, my bloodline, my last name to ensure that when I leave, I'm leaving a legacy for those who are coming behind me, those who know about my family, right? Even if they've never met me in person, they say, oh man, that man's a Gibbons, right? That man's a Richardson, that one's a Campbell. I know what they're about. I know I can trust them. I know I can believe in them. I know that they are here to bring joy to people's lives and change it forever. That's, that is the staple of what our lives should be. And, and we'll see, I mean, you, you mentioned joy, right? I think, I think a lot of the times we tend to forget that we can still enjoy our lives, right? We can still bring joy to our lives. I know there are times where we may be going through it, man, whether it's professionally or personally, but there are times where we need to, we need to take some time for ourselves. You know, we need to spend some time with ourselves and fall in love with ourselves again and understand what that feels like, because that is so powerful. And, and, and Portia, I mean, I, Honestly, when I was out with my wife, we, we said, look, we're going to spend some time at this trampoline zone that we wanted to try out. Never been there before. And you know what I'm saying? As as the ages go on, the knees tend to get a little bit worse. So, <laughs> man, it was telling when I was at this at this trampoline zone and it, it was fun. Right. I, I got a nice sweat in. I felt like a kid again. I felt that joy. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. But yeah. as the franchise owner of a Sky Zone trampoline park. I want to know, first of all, how did you stumble into that? And second of all, have you been one of the active kids in there as well? (laughs) That's so funny. Um, One of my girlfriends just sent me a picture of my son. He's 11. She sent us a picture Mm -hmm. of him at Sky Zone Waldorf with the, the park that we own. He was like five years old on a play date with her nephew never knew that we would become the owner someday and he's just living his best life there like when he was five years old um but we this is again being in alignment with your purpose you never know where your purpose is going to lead you you never know where your why is going to take you right and so like we were literally um just kind of having our birthday party for my son he was turning, I think at the time, nine. And um, the, a guy came over and started talking to my husband and I just randomly. And he shared that he was the owner. And he's like, hey, I want you guys to do, I told him about Tumani. I told him I used to be a teacher. So he's like, I would like for you guys to do a summer camp here. We never do summer camp. I think it's a really good way to engage the community. So we agreed to do a summer camp knowing that we truly did not 
have the time so we had to move a lot of things around and like figure it out mm-hmm. but we were like no like when this, and when it's about the kids i gotta make it happen i gotta make it work right so we did this summer mm-hmm. camp made all these sacrifices for this to happen and literally like two weeks before the camp um even started he came to us the owner he's like hey i'm moving to texas and i'm selling both parks he owned waldorf and Bowie. And he's like, have you ever thought about being a franchise owner? Have you ever thought about owning this park? And I'm, and we're both like, not really. Like, we thought about it, but not really, like, to that extent. He's like, well, I want to sell it. And I want to do it now. And I want to sell it to you. I want it to be minority-owned. I want it to be my uh, millennial-owned. And I know that you guys are genius. You're brilliant. And you're so purpose-driven that, like, you're going to really turn this place around. And he literally just, we said yes. And the rest was history. Like we, a year later, became the owners of the park. But again, um, one of the things I'll say is that um, your why should not change, but your how can change. So once you know your Mm -hmm. why, your how can change. Because a lot of people are in transition. They're reinventing themselves. They're tapping into other things. And like the why is still there. The why is still to transform the lives of young people. The the why is still to align and connect people with their purpose, right? And so at Sky Zone, it's a trampoline park. It's a place of fun. It's a place where kids and families come and have a good time. But what, what I've been able to do at Sky Zone is really to tap into the young people who work there. So that's my tribe. Like they're, our staff are high school and college students. So it's a whole thing. Like we do weekly, um, monthly professional development with them. And we talk about wellness. We talk about mental health. We talk about leadership development, communication, all of those things. So even in this place where people just see it as like a trampoline park, I'm still able to do these things to teach the social and emotional learning and the entrepreneurship that I do through Tumani mm-hmm. at Sky Zone, and also developing their, building their capacity to be leaders in their community as well is so empowering. So yeah, Sky Zone is, is definitely uh, so in alignment and we love it and it's a fun place. And I don't, you, you probably will not come in there and see me jumping. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like <laughs> I got, I got a good five minutes in me and <laughs> I got a good five minutes in me and that's it. It is certainly Look, a workout. Like it's a great workout. It is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, my, my knees buckled as soon as I jumped on that trampoline. I was like, yep. Ah, it's the, the whole gone. situation. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you know, I, I think what's crazy, most of all Porsches, all the time you seem to have, right? I think all of us have twenty four hours in a day, right? Seven days a week. But you have found so much time in order to invest not just in yourself, but in others. And even investing in those that you probably have never seen or have never met. And I don't know if you realize you did that with these 14 books that you published. And I I think that's another way, an incredible way to leave behind a legacy for those who will be here longer than we will all be here and to inspire those who come after us in order to do great things in the world as you're doing now. And out of those 14 books, I I, want to pick your brain on the best one that you've written and and, and not only why you wrote it, what your inspiration was for it, but what you would hope that a reader takes from that book? 
I would definitely have to say um, earlier this year, I released a collection of culturally responsive, social and emotional learning based children's books. Now, I said I used to be a teacher, mm-hmm. but I taught high school and middle school. So um, writing children's books was always a bug that like I felt like God was putting in my ear like need to write the books. You need to write the books. You wrote all these curriculums. You need to write some children's books. And I was just like running from it. Like, no, I've never taught kids. Like I'm a high school, I was a high school teacher. I was a middle school teacher. And then I had this curriculum that I had developed and I was like, I've never written like any creative, like children's books. Well, I decided one, I kept getting frustrated. Remember when I talked about Some of our greatest innovations come from our greatest frustrations. Like that's been the theme song for Mm -hmm. me. It's like, I find myself getting frustrated about something and then I'm like, all right, how can I create it? How can I innovate that? So like my kids, when I would read children's books to them, it was really hard to find books that, that really was culturally responsive and that had representation, right? I have boys, like little black boys and I need them to see themselves in their books and I need them to see their families in their book. We have a big blended family that's very untraditional. So what I did was, again, vision, purpose, alignment. Um, I put my children in those books, like all of this collection of children's books yeah. um, creatively teaches social and emotional learning skills. So self-awareness, relationship skills, responsible decision-making through the characters in the book, hits on topics like bullying and things like that. But the characters are my babies. So you're going to see AJ in the book. You're going to see Mahari in the book. You're going to see my kids as the characters in those books. Their faces are on the covers Mm. of those books. Like I had to get an illustrator that was like, look, this is what Mahari needs to look like. This is what AJ needs to look like. So my kids are not just seeing and hearing their stories in books, but like this is their legacy they get to see themselves as characters in these books. And that really has fostered a different level of literacy in my house because now my kids are all the way tapped in, right? So that's really, um, I would say that is best my greatest uh, collection is just that those uh, children's books because we know that we can teach these skills in the home, but we got to find ways to creatively teach it through books, through movies, through shows and things like that to keep them entertained. So that's my favorite. Those are my favorite. Those are my that's favorite. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> incredible. Wilson, I mean, I would feel for you if you saw your face on a book cover and just knowing that your story is being told there. I know we talk about the 21-3 method, which is, which is another, I mean, it's a great example there, but to be a part of a journey, to be a part of a story, something that, again, is going to live forever. I mean, how impactful is that? Um. It is. I mean, I can relate to it, right? <laughs> so uh, being able to tell my story and um, give my children something to look forward to when they're old enough to understand, um, you know, some of the uh, adversity I had to face uh, in my life, pivotal points where I had to really define who I was becoming and uh, accept my journey and find the joy in the journey. Um, so looking forward to having that talk with them, God willingly, someday. Uh, but yeah, being able to reflect on it. it it's, 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 it's different. It's empowering. Um, where you were there, Jay, you were there for the entire way. Uh, so from, from who I was, to who I am now, you, you know, the difference, uh, it's amazing. Um, so I can only imagine, um, for those young gentlemen to be able to share that when they get older, 
you know, and they have their children someday and be able to share that part of the legacy. That's part of the legacy of what you were, you know, talking about, just establishing that. And then also helping to, you know, embed that into their makeup. So as they grow up, especially as two young black men to, to understand the importance of that, right. To really get that part of yourself and to, to, to find pride in being you, um, you know, Respectfully to all our communities out there, but in this particular sure. moment, to our black community, especially our young, young black men, and finding the moment to be empowered. So that, you know, I took my hat to you, and that was a wonderful um, thought process. And in your frustrations, to find something to manifest that just lasts uh, for generations to come. Mm. That's perfectly well said, man. I mean, our our unity is unmatched. Honestly, once we get to that point, you know, it's it's it is really unmatched. It's unrivaled. And, uh, you know, I think, first of all, Portia, thank you for sharing your story and thank you for sharing your journey and being so open about your journey and, and how far you've gone now. And I'm sure anybody who's listening right now or who's watching, they are blown away. They're absolutely impressed by all of these accolades you've been able to accomplish within this within this span of time that you've been able to do it. And. Um, I know, again, as I mentioned earlier, I know there, there are going to be both men and women out there who are, are looking for something to hold on to in this episode because there's so many gems that were dropped. There's so many business on to, on opportunities that you're in. Of course, people are going to want to reach out to you. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but I, I'd want to, to turn it over to you for just some words of wisdom that you can give out to anybody who is right now, they're down, they're probably in a very poor living situation, maybe a poor financial situation. They don't know where to invest. They don't know how to invest, not just money, but their their mind, their time into something that's worthwhile for them. They have this vision. They have this purpose that they want to get to, but they're just stuck in the mud right now. And the mud is hardening around their feet and they just can't lift up that one foot to take a step ahead. What is something that you can provide to them as some insight, some clarity, some motivation to make sure that they are taking that next step, regardless how hard it is. Yeah. Wow. I think one of the most powerful things I could have done, and even like when I work with my students, my clients in the Impact Institute, is to write your story. And I know that sounds like so like remedial, but it's not. It's so powerful. Writing your story, one, gives you the opportunity to think about your successes, the obstacles you've had to overcome. It also helps you to cultivate and to get back in tune with your identity, with who you are, with who you've become, your journey, right? But also, like, it's a big part of stepping into your purpose. When you start to write your story, you're going to notice some patterns in your life. Like Mm. you're going to think about Mm. those things that like, wow, no matter how much I go this way, I keep coming back to this. This has been the pattern of my life. It's going to help you get so many revelations about who you are and who God intends for you to become through that process. And um, the other thing is, mindset. You talked a lot about like thinking about how you can pour into others, but a lot of times we want to pour into others, but we're pouring from an empty cup. We're not pouring into ourselves enough, right? So like it starts with Mm -hmm. you. It starts with you like 
really do the work, do some self-discovery. Think about like, where is it that you've been? Where do you want to go? What are some of your goals? Like, who have you become today that you were not yesterday? Celebrate your small wins. I don't think we do enough of that mm-hmm. either is celebrating our wins. People want to talk about like sky zone and like all of these accolades, which are amazing accomplishments. But y'all, I celebrate, look, I got a long, I got a good night of sleep last night, right? Like, or I worked out <laughs> this morning, yeah. like I pushed through mm-hmm. some adversity that, you know, or just being in pushing through my mind like the the mind is a, is a crazy thing it'll tell you to stay in the bed when you know you need to be taking yourself to the gym so even being able to do that mm-hmm. celebrating your small wins there's so much pressure in this world to just show up right show up empty show up stressed show up depressed show up mm-hmm. anxious but pause understand that it's always who you are today versus who you were yesterday and you'll discover that as you write your story, you'll say, wow, I really did accomplish some things. I really did do some dope things in my life because look at where I was five years ago and look at where I am today. And the other thing is that like comparison is the thief of joy. Do not allow these mm-hmm. highlight reels to become your status quo. Like, it's so easy to do that, to look at what you see and to say, like, well, how do they have it? Well, how are they doing it? I even say for my own journey, like, a lot of people do not. Like, they think they want this. Honey, let me tell you something. It is a lot. And the average person could not, okay? And it is literally prayer, affirmations, self-development, personal development, constantly being in tune with how I feel. And there are some days where I literally check out and I just say, I'm not doing anything today. Do not call me, get somebody else to do it because I'm just not feeling it. And I can't show up pouring from an empty cup and that's okay too. So just know that it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. Gotta come out of that, but give yourself the time and the space to go through and to feel all of your emotions, it's normal. You're not gonna always have these seasons of celebrations. They're gonna be seasons of celebrations. They're gonna be seasons where you have to really sit down and just reflect. There's gonna be seasons of silence, right? And that's Mm -hmm. the moment where you know that it's the opportunity for you to just self-reflect and figure out what's next. So that's it. Just stay in alignment with your assignment and you will never have to worry about profit when you stay in alignment with your purpose. You'll never have to worry about income when you stay in alignment and focus on impact. Impact will always drive income. Purpose will always bring forth profit because you're doing what you wanted, mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be doing. And you'll never work a day when you're focused on that. That's like mm-hmm. the best advice I can give people. Whew. Lots of gems. I'm <laughs> there, man. I, I know we talk about the run, the, you know, the cup runneth over. Man, the ink from my pen is running over these notes. <laughs> that is very impactful. And, and Portia, we want to thank you for, for saying these words and thank you for joining us uh, tonight on the Acromas podcast. And uh, before we do depart, of course, I know there are going to be people who want to reach out to you, who want to ask more questions, want to learn more about you. So how can our audience find you on social media or anywhere online? Real quick, something else just came to me. I'm sorry, y'all. 
I'm real spiritual. And when it comes to me, yeah. it's like, yeah. ah, I got to say it. Um, the other thing is relationships yeah. is cur- um, currency. We think about money as currency, but relationships yeah. is also currency. So like really build your tribe, build your network, release yourself from people who are no longer aligned with where you are going in your life. Sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself and for your future is to let go. And that's really hard, but a lot of times your journey to success is going to come with a lot of goodbyes. That, like, every level is going to come with some goodbyes and some hellos. So sometimes you're going to have to release yourself from the sandbox. Sometimes the sandbox is what's keeping you buried, right? Sometimes those very people that you're like, I know them from the sandbox. Get yourself out of that sandbox because that's what's burying your dreams. That's what's burying your future. That's what's burying your focus. Like you buried in that sand. So Mm. really know that relationships are is currency. Um, To get in contact with me, it's at on Instagram at I am Portia Richardson, P-O-R-T-I-A Richardson. Um, Also, my website is PortiaRichardson.com. And so if you're interested in the Impact Institute or any of the other programs that I offer around mindset and understanding your purpose, that would be where to connect with me on PortiaRichardson.com. My email address is hello at PortiaRichardson.com. That's it. Awesome. Awesome. And we, again, we want to thank you for joining us here tonight, Portia. And I mean, on that that last note, I mean, I, I hope there are people out there right now that might have felt that they were stuck in a sandbox for many years and they're now attempting to reach that handout because they're getting a little bit curious to see if there's going to be somebody on the other side to help them to to give them an opportunity to lend an ear Porsche's right here for you and we appreciate the time that you've been able to spend with us on your Chromas podcast episode 129 if you guys are listening to these gems, and there were a ton of them, you need to pause. As Portia said, you got to pause. Take those notes. Come back. Write them down. Act on it. Come back. Write them down. Keep that cycle going. And we're going to keep growing. We want to thank you for listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. If you're watching our beautiful smiling faces, it means one thing and one thing only. It means you're watching on YouTube. And I mentioned this before, the very beginning of this episode, I'm going to do it again. Just in case you missed that part, I need you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. So the next time that you're on YouTube, you're scrolling down your feed for episode 129 of this incredible, incredible young woman in Portia. You're going to have an opportunity to get these gems. You're going to have an opportunity to take action on everything that was that was said here tonight. And unbelievably, we'll see. I can't believe this is the case because it shouldn't be on. This should be a premium podcast. Yeah. Most of all, ladies and gentlemen, all of this information that was just shared to you today, all this growth, all this investment into you was free, courtesy of Portia and April's podcast. So if you enjoyed all that, do those three things Jay asked you to do. Like our content, subscribe to it, turn on the notification bell. I'm going to add on again. Can you share this as well? Pass this out. There's going to be plenty of people that's going to need to hear this, especially our youth. This is Mm -hmm. so important. Please make sure to help take care and help invest into our future, please, by doing that. That's on a serious note. But if you really also want to continue any part of the conversation, 
that we had. Again, timestamp it. This was a lot. So I think there's going to be a lot of pause and back and forth. Listen, when I go back and watch this, I'll be doing the same things. I love to take notes. So I'm going to be doing it, timestamping it. And if you have any parts of the conversation you want to pick up with us, we'll jump right back in with you. We'll be glad to do so because we believe you matter. You're so damn worth it. So we Mm -hmm. hope you learned that today. Amen to that. Portia, we want to thank you once again. We want you to get back to your very busy evening and can continue to change the lives of millions out there. We thank you for taking the time out to be with us today. And until next time, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Peace. Peace.